Hey everybody, this is Mark Levine, and you're listening to the NYC Real Estate Podcast presented by EBMG, and EBMG is my property management company, and that's the last time this episode I'm going to shove that down your throat. But I wanted to do a quick episode, and we're not going to take more than seven or eight minutes to talk about a local law 69 of 2017. And why are we talking about this? Because it relates to bed bugs, and it's specifically a law that takes effect every December of every year in New York City. So let's just kind of step back and figure out what the local law says. So the local law is, is for bed bugs, and it's telling us as managers, owners, that we have to reach out to um, at least once a year to the residents in the buildings to see if they had bed bugs or if they didn't have bed bugs. We know as managers, you know. I arrange for the testing, the inspection, the treatment. So I have a good sense. But what we're really worried about are the people that don't report it or they self um, take care of it themselves. So between November 1st to October 31st, that's technically the year that we're playing with for information. And during the year, we're going to ask you between that period, the goalpost of November to October, have you had bug bugs or not? And yes, did you get it treated? Um, and then we can kind of get a, a full plan of the building at hand to see, okay, we knew about that apartment, but we didn't know about this apartment. So let's put that all that all together in terms of data. And then we have a good picture. The hope is obviously that we don't have bed bugs, but being New York city, um, tons of bed bugs. And I think that our first episode actually of the podcast, if you go all the way back was with an exterminator and talking about all things bed bugs and my skin was crawling the entire time, but I think it's a, a worthwhile listen. Um, so now that we've compiled this informa- information, what does that mean? It means in December, which is now when the um, electronic reporting opens up between December 1st and December 31st, we have to go on to uh, nyc.gov hpd, and we have to file our bed bug annual report. Um, so... I'm going to walk you through it. You're not, if you're not sitting in front of a computer, you can kind of pause this and go back. I'm not sitting in front of a computer, but I can tell you that it's December 5th and my entire portfolio, I think I did about 175 of these bed bug annual reports. They're done. You know, got it out of the way. Um, so if you go to nyc.gov slash HPD, um, there's two things that we'll look at. The first one is let's look at um, the bed bug reporting itself. So if you go on the left side and you scroll down a little bit, you will see the bed bug uh, link. So hit that bed bug link. You go, you have the option of searching through and putting your address into the system. And I'm going to go through something important. Only the person that has the information from the multiple dwelling registration, or at least has the information for the 24 hour emergency number for the building can actually put in the bed bug annual report online. So that's HPD's safeguard to ensure that the person responsible for the building is actually the person responsible for putting in the information and that it's not fraudulent in any way. So if you have a multiple dwelling registration that's expired, you're not going to be able to do this. And by expired, I mean every year by August 30th, every single building that is residential that has more than three units in New York City and all five boroughs needs to be updated and validly registered. So if you don't have a valid registration now, when you search for your building on nyc.gov HPD and you on the main screen, you can search for your building. Let's say it's 100 Main Street in Queens. You pick down the, the pull down menu in Queens, you hit search. It's going to show up and then there's going to be a yellow highlight that says something like this property is not validly registered with HPD. 
So I know two things from seeing that. I know that you don't have a valid HPD registration right now, so you're in violation of HPD, and you're probably going to get fined or penalized in some way. And there's also certain issues with not having a valid HPD registration. You can't defend yourself against the city. You can't bring an action against the city and some other things besides the monetary fine. But you also are not allowed, because this mechanism of the bed bug annual report is through HPD, you're not allowed to go and update it. So I can tell you, when I talk to new buildings, first thing I do is go to the HPD registration. Oh, you're not valid? Well, here's what's going to happen. And then these things are also kind of the fall off, where you're not going to be able to do this, you're not going to be able to do this, you're not going to be able to file, you know, file this report. So one violation could lead to three violations. So just something to think about. Um, so it, when you put in your address and you're, let's say you are an owner or a manager of a building, it's going to ask you for the emergency contact number that's on the MDR, the multiple dwelling registration, you put it in and then you choose your building. It's going to give you the block a lot. If maybe sometimes there's like two addresses or it's known as two addresses. So you'll toggle the one that you want, hit go. And then you have to do four things. You have to know the total dwelling unit count per building. So let's say you have 25 units in the building, you put 25. And then it's going to ask how many were infested during the period. You say whatever it was. It could be zero. It could be 10. Um, it asks for how many were eradicated. Hopefully, if you have 10, it's 10. And how many units were reinfested. So you have to put all of that information. The thing that it's going to ask for below that and before you hit submit is going to be, do I want to distribute this with all copies of new leases or do I want to, or do I want to put this in a conspicuous place and post it in the building? I prefer personally to, to distribute it through new leases. I don't really like to have anything that says bed bugs up in the building, you know, especially if you're a building that has had bed bugs, it's only going to ask for more questions. People that are looking to buy and sell in the apartment are going to do due, uh, due diligence when they're um, purchasing. So they're going to see the activity of the bed bugs in the application. They're going to see the activity during the due diligence. But again, we don't have to advertise it into um, the system itself. Um, so really, this is um, called Local Law 69 of 2017. Does it apply to co-ops and condos? Absolutely. If it has three or more residential units, we are treating it like any other building. So rental buildings, um, co-ops and condos all have to do it. Uh, hotels and owner-occupied properties also have to do it. So at least if you're staying at a hotel, you have to go uh, stay in the city, take a look at the multiple dwelling registration, and see what it says online. Um, if you go to nyc.gov slash HPDA, again, this is kind of like the main page, and you want to see if a building has filed or how they filed, this is what you do. So you go to the main page, and in the middle, you'll see the place where you could um, put the address. Let's use, again, 100 Main Street. Pull down, go to Queens, hit search. Go on if that is a valid building. I don't know if it is, but go to pick your building. Just go there. Um, you'll see on the top, you'll see the information about the building, the block, the lot, the number of residential units, the registration number. So that's if you have a building that was correctly identified by HPD's system. On the left side, you're going to see where it says property registration information, all open violations. And then if you skim down a little bit, it's going to say bed bugs. So if you click bed bugs, that's going to take you to all of the reports. It'll show up on the same screen that have been done in the past few years. 
And by past few years, I mean the last two years, because it was due on January 31st this year in 2019 for 2018. Again, it's December to you know December only, but because last year was the first year, they extended it to January 31st. So if they filed between December 1st and January 31st, 2019, uh, for, for last year's 2018, then they're okay. Anything after that was technically late. And then you can see if they filed for 2019 so far. Again, I, December 5th, all of my buildings are done. So that's just something that's done before the holidays. We get it out of the way. And I know that it's not going to be an issue. Um, if you see that nothing was done and you see that there was no previous bed bug filing and it comes, comes up empty, then guess what? That building is in violation and they didn't do what they were supposed to last year. Um, and I try to make sure that, you know, sometimes I'll see a management company on the property registration. I'll go to the bed bugs and I'll see, okay, that wasn't done. And I'll find some other properties that were managed by that property management company, pick another building, go to bed bugs. And I'm like, Hmm, okay, maybe their compliance department isn't doing what they're supposed to do. And that's kind of a, a, a lead into a conversation with the building down the road and, you know, just something to have in my back pocket. So that was my quick, uh, little, Nine minutes on bed bugs. I know it's not really that exciting, but it, it's the holiday. I don't have anybody in the studio today. I had to pick something. It's timely. It's relevant. Um, if you have any questions, again, nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com, nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments, send them my way with the podcast. If you want to share, subscribe, rate us five stars. I would love that. Anytime that we could get more exposure have more people asking questions, have more topics covered, maybe even, you know, somebody that would be a great guest. You know, I'm more than happy to um, have you in there, have somebody come in and talk about what may be interesting to the audience. I've already got some great guests lined up for uh, the rest of December that will probably launch in either late December or early January. But I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. I know that, you know, I watch the listening count of all the episodes and we're steadily growing and it's a great thing. And, you know, I'm super interested in New York City real estate and all these related items. And I feel like every time that I have somebody in here in the seat to talk to, you know, I learn something. And if I've been doing this for over 20 years and I'm learning something on a weekly basis, I think that from somebody who's just looking to get started in it or for somebody who's just interested, I think that we all could, you know, collectively learn something. And it's really just adding value to everything that um, we bring to you guys and you guys with your questions are bringing me value too. So I appreciate it. Uh, if you want to give me a call directly, feel free, 212-335-2723 extension 201 again 212-335-2723 extension 201 and i'm always here that actually goes to my cell phone so if you call it you'll get my cell phone i'll pick up and we'll chat all right so we'll be in touch uh soon on our next episodes and if i don't see you before the holidays have a great holiday have a great new year and we'll kick this back up as soon as we uh, as soon as we can take care